What up? And welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Glenn Enos Jr., alongside Matthew Souza. Hello. And not Mason Boyd. Not Mason. Because it's happy birthday, Mason Boyd. Yep. Yeah, he decided to uh, take the day off. You know, a lot of people say you should never work on your birthday. And yeah. fuck those people. <laughs> uh, although Mason probably went to work, he didn't go to work after work. No, no. And it's kind of disrespectful. He's not putting in those extra hours. No, he's not. And um, he turns 47 today. So, um, Mason, congratulations on seeing another year. Pretty soon, uh, we're going to be planning your retirement party. Feels like just yesterday we were celebrating the graduate college. Now, uh, oh. now his AARP card is in the mail. It's funny how time flies, but um, speaking of time flying, we're already halfway through the fantasy football season. I don't know if you knew that, Susan. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Halfway. Yeah. Week seven is over. We're on to week eight. And Susan, how are you feeling halfway through the season in all your leagues? Do you feel like this is a fun fantasy season? Are you having a lot of fun? Is it a good time for you? <laughs> um, I would say so-so. So I'm in four leagues now. My work league, which is an eight-team league, very tiny, stacked roster as you would expect. And my team sucks. I'm one and six in that league. Damn. Um. They must think you suck. Yeah. Did you tell yeah. me at a fantasy podcast? No, I did not. Good. Don't. So <laughs> I have um, Kamara, Mixon. I had Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, uh, Cortland Sutton, Jefferson, Mike Williams. So you can, those names and Kyle Pitts. So a lot of those guys, like Kamara, completely useless for like a month. Pitts, still useless. Mike Williams, boomer bust. Cortland Sutton. Not that, not all too amazing. Even Mixon is kind of so-so compared to, you know, other people and their stack rosters. And Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, not really that great. So somehow I managed to fuck up an eight-team roster. So that sucked. Two dynasty leagues, one is not going well, the other is going well. And then in our league, I would say it's going well. Over 500, I'm happy with that. So overall, I get, I would give it a thumbs up. Everyone wants to give it a thumbs up. Well, I don't, Doug. No. Um, this year is weird. I'm not having fun. In the league that I prioritize the most, I'm lucky I'm not 0-7. <laughs> I am 2-5. Yeah. and five. I haven't scored 100 points this year. My team is in shambles. And by shambles, I mean either on IR Every trade I make seems to I, – I, first of all, we're, we're going to talk about the news. So we'll talk about trades after. But I've never been like like this like caught off guard. Like now I don't know what I'm doing. It's like when I think right, it's left. When I want to go up, I'm supposed to go down. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And if you tuned into this podcast to get seek, you know, fantasy advice every week, or if you just want to hear us, you know, talk about fantasy from the previous week and preview the next week, 
One, I appreciate that. Two, I don't have anything good to give you. Nothing's yeah, and you're good. not you're not alone. A lot of people are struggling, um, and it, 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 some of our top talents, like you, Fryer, Panacho, is it championship teams? These guys, you guys, are in the dumps, and part of that's nice to see. Oh, um, you are lucky you're not zero seven. The fact, um, I mean, I got your, I, I got your stats up here, Glenn. I don't know if you want me to share this, but it's not pretty. And I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you're going to do about it. And I don't know if you can do anything about it. Because yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. I look at your team. It looks like you got a good, you got four great wide receivers, in my opinion. Like, is my team as bad as it's doing? <laughs> I... I don't think so. Like it, every time I look at it on paper, it looks serviceable. It looks right. fine. Like I should be averaging like ninety-five points. Yep. Even and I've if, only scored ninety something once. I know. Part of that is injury. Some of it is just down games from guys, and it's just not hasn't clicked once. So, but you're not out of it. There are other people with bad records, and you can. There's such still a chance for everybody. Almost everybody. Who do you think's out? You think anyone's completely done? Because <laughs> I, I had a conversation with Fryer today. Was my appointment this week? Yeah, I obviously, technically speaking, no. At least I don't think. I mean, I'd have to look at the schedules and whatnot, but. I, I think there's a, a 95 plus percent chance that Fryer's done. I'm looking at his team. He he's already one and six. Your dad too. It's like you lose one or two more games in the next seven weeks, and and it's, you're done. And you look at Fryer's team specifically: Dobbs, AJ Dillon, Mike Gusecki, starting Taysom Hill, who can. Boom, but he can bust. Uh, his guys get hurt. Everyone he touches gets hurt, it seems like. Um, it's not looking good for him. I don't see him surviving the second half of the season. I'm confidently going to say that Fryer will miss the playoffs. Damn. You can – Panacho can re- screen record that. He can send it in the chat. He can send it to Fryer's email. But I got to just speak the facts. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. He technically has a chance. I was looking at his division. He's only four games back with seven games left. Uh, Whereas my father is five games back from first place. But the East is, like, from a playoff spot, I guess he's technically closer. Um, It just, it doesn't feel right. And it doesn't look good. And he asked me, he was like, no, because I told him, I said, are you ready, like, for this week? Because basically, whoever loses out of us is like, that's right. You might as well start prepping for the consolation. Which means you hold on to Jeff Wilson. Right. That's, yeah, that's one thing I'm going to do. And um, I said, are you ready? He said, am I ready for what, week 15? I was like, oh, for our game. He's like, I'm preparing for the consolation. And I was like, hmm. He's like, what about you? And I was like, no. You know what? I'm not. Okay? Because 
I'm only two games behind Souza for that third playoff spot. And I have the tiebreaker with Souza. And I have the tiebreaker with Panacho. I need Mason to keep losing. And obviously mm. you guys too, but my team does need to win. I like the I like my schedule for the upcoming weeks. I get Zach with some buys next week. Um but anything obviously can happen. I just don't know, like, even in other leagues, when I thought I had stacked teams, I'm like three and four. You know, the do work leagues, probably, my, it's, I think it's my best league. I'm five and two. But it's just, yeah. it's a weird year. You get guys like Rashid Shahid scoring. Fucking. Yes, you do. Jermichael Hasty. I don't, I don't want to get into all the names, so. Let's just get into the news with Sousa. Jesus Christ. Um, No, I love it. Intense. So, I mean, the news is just going to be, I mean, it's just going to be indicative of how the season's going because everyone is getting hurt. People are getting traded. In other words, fantasy value is being diminished. We have, I mean, we have a we have a slew of shit. We got James Robinson traded to the Jets after Brees Hall tore his ACL. So Brees Hall tore his ACL out for the season. Confirmed, the Jets traded for James Robinson, who has lost his job to ETN previously, and now is on the Jets. Michael Carter, James Robinson, we don't know, but that happened. So if you uh, want to stop here, I guess. Well, we can let's backtrack a little bit about McCaffrey news too. So Christian McCaffrey got traded Thursday night after the Thursday night football game. In a week where I just traded for Jeff Wilson, so now it's basically useless. Basically a useless trade because now obviously Christian McCaffrey is going to be the starter. Albeit Elijah Mitchell was going to come back, he might as well be useless too. Because now McCaffrey's there. Regardless, I traded for Jeff Wilson last week. The 49ers trade for Christian McCaffrey. Sunday rolls around. Brees Hall, who was looking like the best running back in football, after a long touchdown, comes back on the field, tears his ACL. Nobody happier than Craig. Second most happiest person was me. Because I have Michael Carter. I was like, all right, let's go. Now I just traded for Jeff Wilson. Let's forget him. Michael Carter, insert into the lineup. Cool. Monday rolls around. James Robinson to the fucking Jets. So it's like, it's bad enough that like the trades that I make sometimes don't work and get thrown into my face. But when real life NFL trades screw you like that, on top of what you do in fantasy... I mean, what am I supposed to do? I mean, you could even go a step further and say you made a trade for Melvin Gordon, right, just before Javante went down, and then he became useless with Latavius Murray taking over. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Trade for Melvin Gordon, Javante goes down. Oh, well, so here's the thing with Javante is, Javante wasn't even reaching his full potential because Melvin Gordon – Kept cutting into his carries and his workload and vultured a touchdown from him one night. 
a touchdown that I desperately needed. Anyways, Javante goes down with the ACL. I have Melvin Gordon. Fine. All the carries go to Melvin. I'll even take that. No. Mike Boone, Latavius Murray. Now, Melvin Gordon's getting less carries now than he was when Javante Williams was on the field. Yeah. Um, that's a tough break. I don't understand. Now, things could be looking better for Melvin Gordon because Mike Boone is on IR, part of the news. So, Fuck him. at least be like a pass catcher guy, maybe. Fuck him. Fuck, Fuck him. the Broncos. Fuck Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I hate to say it. Fuck Russell Wilson, okay? Even though he's the only Broncos player I have left, fuck him. I was so high on the Broncos going into this year. Seven weeks into the season, they are just absolute – the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't know where I go from here. Has a team ever missed this much? Like hype and expectations relative to performance. In football? Yeah. You could say some teams are overrated, but like this, this was tough. Nobody saw this coming. No. And uh, I don't know. It could get worse. Jerry Judy could be traded. That's in the works. Um, Kareem Hunt could be traded. That's in the works. That's those are rumors. Um, lots of stuff going on as part of the news. I'll continue. Debo Samuel's day to day with a hamstring injury. Mike Williams suffered a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss some time, several weeks. No, Another not guy. days, but weeks. Um, let's see here. David Onjoku is going to be out two to five weeks with a high ankle sprain. DK Metcalf got hurt, miss, uh, was pulled from the game after getting injured. It was, uh, it said a patellar tendon injury was what occurred may have been from an older injury, but it's supposedly a good report. Won't need surgery or anything. Um, Metcalf was determined to practice today or tomorrow, but not sure it's going to happen. So he's hurt, but not too, too bad. Um, Let's see. So those are a plethora of injuries. What's that? I said, I thought he just had to take a shit. Oh no, not this time. Nope. Not this time. this time. That's why you don't do that. It's like the boy who cried wolf. Um, Fuck this thing. You wanna, I think that's all I really got for the injuries. We talked about the trades. Um, we could talk about how you traded away Gus Edwards. We don't have to talk about that. Okay. Uh, we can talk more about McCaffrey because I think we only kind of touched on that, um, how he did. He's kind of Jeff Wilson was very involved, but McCaffrey was only with them for a few days. You got Mitchell coming back. They signed Marlon Mack to this practice squad. Do you like McCaffrey better with the 49ers over the Panthers or worse? No, worse. I think he'll have more opportunities to score touchdowns with the 49ers. But the thing that was so appealing about McCaffrey was just his workload. And I don't think he gets that with the 49ers. Not when you have other weapons like Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. And like I feel like they won't have to rely on Christian McCaffrey that much. 
um, as the Panthers would or have in the past. Like, even this year, as bad as the Panthers were, McCaffrey was still a top 10 RB. And now going to the 49ers, Mike Shanahan, or Kyle Shanahan, I'm sorry, um, tends to be a little bit of an asshole when it comes to running backs. So don't be surprised if Jeff Wilson or Elijah Mitchell or Kyle Juszczyk vultures a touchdown from Christian McCaffrey, something that wouldn't happen. Or Debo. Or Debo. V. Debo. V. Debo. Yeah, it's a better offense, but he's not going to be as big of a part of this better offense. So we'll see how it ends up balancing out. I mean, you did trade a lot for one of the best players in the league. That might cause him to use him more than he would have Jeff Wilson and Mitchell. So we'll have to see. I still but, think, like, he's still an RB1. You're not going to sit him, obviously. Oh, no. But I no. think you just have to lower your expectations to him <clears throat> having crazy weeks. I mean, he could he could go off. Like I said, there's probably going to be more scoring opportunities. Um, I just don't – I take volume over everything, and I, I just don't think he's going to get the volume. So I say he's uh, like a like – a, Low-end RB1 for the rest of the year. Could this be the craziest curse um, situation that we've had so far? If McCaffrey ends up being, you know, if it comes to either fruition, getting hurt or like he does not finish as a top ride, uh, top 14 running back this year because of this. If he gets hurt, then um, it's definitely cursed. There's no doubt in my mind. But he would have to get hurt for him to be out for the rest of the season. Can't just miss a couple of games. And then if he comes back and his production is just shit or they don't use him, that's cursed as well. As long as as he's healthy, I I think they'll use him. I don't see him being a dud for the rest of the year. I just don't think he'd be the guy that you drafted. Yeah, I mean, if he starts averaging nine or ten points a week, he might finish as an RB2, high-end RB2, and that would be something to consider. But it's it's – Remarkable how how the lengths that our curse will take. Um, this is shaping up to be pretty crazy. Hasn't happened yet, but something to keep in mind. We're only halfway through. Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark has been suspended for two games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. Craig's Chiefs. Just want to say that. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is okay. Yeah, he's he did fine. not suffer a concussion. Oh. After he was removed, kicking and screaming from the Lions game this weekend. Probably could have played. Probably could have played. Probably should have played. Probably should have played. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to do it for the news. Yeah, thanks. Um, we, we'll probably think of something later. Um, it's just like him, too. Has a great first three weeks of the season. Suffers an ankle injury. Puts him out for a game. It's like, whatever. Then he has a bye week after that. Okay, get healthy. Rest up. Who? Amon Ra. Oh. Then to come back, we're like, all right, he's rested after the bye. He's fully healthy. Ankle's not an issue anymore. First touch of the game. Gets, con- gets concussed. And he's out for the game because he has to go through this bullshit-ass concussion protocol. And it's only bullshit-ass because it's my guy who got taken out of the game. If it was somebody else's guy, I don't give a fuck. Obviously, concussions are a thing. Yeah, it's, it's just, been a hard four weeks owning Amon Ra. Yeah. I have him in another league. Um, part of my eight-man league that should be stacked. He's part of the reason why it's not. Mm. It's tough. Tough year, for sure. Sure is. 
Um, on the brighter note, Stellar Stars of the Week are brought to you by Red Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. My Stellar Star of the Week, since uh, it's Mason's birthday, we're going to talk about his cousin. That's cousin Tyler. Tyler Boyd on the Cincinnati Bengals. Kind of, uh, kind of dropped trow, as the kids say. I can find him. Gomes didn't start him. He didn't need to. Tyler Boyd. Oh, no, Gomes lost, didn't he? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking at Brendan's team. Tyler Boyd, last week, goes for eight receptions. 155 yards and a TD. He's a stellar star of the week because I don't think he'll be stellar star of the week any other time this season. I just think this <laughs> is a crazy outlier performance. Um, especially in a game where Burrow, Jamar Chase go off. Shout out Tyler Boyd one time because it's Mason's cousin. He deserves to be up here. Tyler Boyd's been a good receiver. Uh, he just hasn't had the volume he has in the past because of the other guys around him, like T. Higgins and Jamar. When he's out there and when he's healthy, he's a good receiver. Mm. What you got? <clears throat> yeah, so my stellar star of the week is going to be Austin Eckler. Austin um, Eckler. Craig wants me to talk about Ken Walker. He was great. Breakaway touchdowns, but he didn't do better than Eckler. Eckler got 30.7 points and half PPR scoring on nine carries, nine rushes for 31 yards. Uh, but he got a touchdown, and then he caught 12 passes for 96 yards and another touchdown. Holy shit. Two touchdowns, 127 total yards on 21 attempts, 21 touches. Very good. This man started extremely slow, nine points, 14 points, nine points again. Since then, he scored 30 three out of the last four weeks. And the fourth week was 20. So he's RB1. And with Mike Williams out, with Keenan Allen being a bitch, and Palmer Damn. is what missed last week, Josh Palmer. They still have Joe Everett, though. They, uh, of course they got Everett. He's going to be a beneficiary, too. But Austin Eckler should be locked and loaded to be like a 20-point-plus threat every single week with all those guys missing because he's just going to get 10-plus 10, 10 targets every week, I think, with all those pass catchers out. It's going to be um, crazy. Can I say something about the Chargers before we – actually, no, that was still the start of the week brought to you by Rudder on Vibrators. Finish the job that your man or woman started. Okay, now I want to say something. Justin Herbert. He's not that good. There's a lot of guys we can talk about with that. You talk about fantasy wise or real we'll life? Talk about both. He's not that good. Hasn't been a good year. Has not been a good year at all. Don't know what to say about it, though. Yeah, but what's the difference? What is he doing wrong this time? He was good last year. He was good last year. But even as a quarterback in the league, um, did they make the playoffs? I don't know. I don't think they did. I don't remember. 
It was the Bengals and the Raiders in the first round. And then the other side was uh, Patriots and Bills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then who was the other teams? You want to list the whole bracket right now? No, they didn't. They didn't make make the playoffs. I'm just trying to remember who didn't make the playoffs, and it was the Chargers. Okay, everyone's hopping on Herbert's dick after a good rookie year. Uh, Stat-wise, good second year, but is he a good football quarterback, or is it the team that sucks? Hmm, it's hard to say. I haven't been watching a lot of their games. So I, I don't really have a good opinion on the eyeball test, but I will say it, it does feel like on the games that I have watched that they're just not – they're not it. I don't know why. I don't know. But he's not good this year. I mean, a lot of people aren't good this year. But for some reason, I feel like nobody talks about Justin Herbert. Like nobody – like they just brushed off their shoulder. Meanwhile, if it was someone like a Pat Mahomes who was sucking this bad – or Lamar Jackson, who was sucking this bad, or a Dak Prescott, or any yeah. other names. I mean, they'd be the first one to be like, Ooh, Pat sucks. Ooh, I know Lamar he sucks. has. Ooh, Dak sucks. Where's Justin Herbert slander? As Craig said, Herbert has been alive to slide on his mid games. Allowed. Um, I think he's trying to. Allowed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking he's trying to say that he's getting on flying under the radar by not having. Bus performances. He's QB eight, so a top ten quarterback is, you know, no one's gonna like talk complete shit about him, even though he was picked pretty high. Definitely underperforming. The the QB play has been underperforming as a whole this year. Yeah, you want to talk about? There's a big gap between like the top three compared to like the next three or four guys. I feel like it's like Mahomes, Allen. And uh, Burrow right now. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, still QB4. By this past month, he hasn't scored more than 16 points for a month. Right. That's something worth bringing up, too. What's going on there? Is he hurt? He is – he's still getting a lot of rushing yards. I mean, 59 this week, 77 last week, 58 before, 73 before that. But no touchdowns, no rushing touchdowns, and only one passing touchdown at the most per game with turnovers. So there's some the mighty are falling this year. And, and it's like it's weird. Like guys like Geno Smith are doing well. And then you have Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, guys who are normally in that top ten aren't doing well. Dax left yes. out of the top ten because Obviously, he's been out hurt, and then he comes back, hasn't done much either. Didn't do much in the first game he played. It's a lot of um, a lot of bad quarterback play. And, I don't know and what's you got going on. guys like, like um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is number nine, right behind um, Herbert. Number nine. Would you rather have Herbert or Daniel Jones for the rest of the year? <laughs> I, I got to stay with Herbert. Why, though? Daniel Jones on a winning football team. I think just history. You got to trust. You know what Herbert can do? 
And you know what Daniel Jones, how he, how he can fuck up and not be great. And he's ranked higher than him, even after all this. So, gosh, Jared Herbert. Who'd you rather have for the rest of the year, Lamar or Kyler Murray? Yeah, I, I got to stick with Lamar. I mean, he is ranked four after shitting his pants for a month because he had two games in a row of 40 points. And that's the kind of guy I want on my team who can do that. Uh, it's going to turn, it has to turn around at some point. Right? Uh- I hope so. I got him in a dynasty league, but I mean, what the hell? I've lost three straight games in my dynasty league. Part of it being from Lamar. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I mean, Bateman was out, but he came back this week. Bateman's but not Andrew, good. Andrews didn't do anything this week. Andrews, speaking of that, fuck of the week. It's brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use Lube. And uh, since Mason's not here to do it, you want to do it? You're the uh, the fuck word. I, I already kind of yeah. Did. You already did that. You want me to say it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This one's for Mason. It's Mark Andrews. This one's for Mason. We're talking zero won. receptions for zero yards on two targets. Now he did get one carry for four yards, so he didn't goose you. I mean, you depends know if you end. have decimal scoring or not. You know the tight end's going to get that carry. So yeah, right. So 0. 0.4 points from a tight end who was averaging 14. Oh, he was probably averaging a lot more than that before last week's game. The number two tight end of the year. That's the kind of guy you need to perform and not get less than a point. So Mark Andrews, probably the biggest disappointment this week. Um, I texted Mason today and said, are you tired of Mark Andrews yet? And he said, really? On my birthday? And I said, <laughs> yeah. Are you tired of him yet? That was his only bad game. Last week he scored 20. About the week before that. I feel like he had another bad game in there. He had 2.5 on week, week four against Buffalo. It's not a good game. No, it's not. He was not having those games? Kelsey. Let's go to Kelsey. Let's check him out. You know who else is not having those games? Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. Kelsey's a different – he's a different animal. He's number one tight end again. You know who is having those games? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Can we talk about him for a second? No. I don't want to waste time on this podcast talking about Kyle Pitts. What is there to talk about? Just how he's probably the we talk I just talked about how the Broncos was the biggest miss versus expectations and hype and reality. This has to be the biggest single player fantasy miss. Yeah, and I I, I kind of uh, compared him to Kevin White of years past, where he was first round pick. He was at, like expected to be great, but in his case, he was just always injured. At least Kyle Pitts is playing, and he uh-huh. is not doing anything see comparing Kyle Pitts to Kevin White honestly that's disrespectful to Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts had like the pedigree to become like the next fucking like one of the greatest tight ends ever based on his frame 
based on what he did at college and based on the situation that he was going into into Atlanta to where he got drafted. We're talking like when you talk about great tight ends, Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, Rob Gronkowski, all these guys. Kyle Pitts had a future of becoming that. In his rookie year, showed a little promise. Okay. Showed a little promise. He, I'm pretty sure he had over 1,000 yards. He was a pro bowler. He only scored one touchdown. Wasn't on American soil. But we saw what was there with Matt Ryan. Year two, if you go to Sousa's book on tight ends, Mm-hmm. Chapter five says year two is when a tight end breaks out. Okay. Kyle Pitts doesn't have a page in chapter five. He got the fucking two for two on the screen. We saw for about three and a half quarters, <laughs> Kyle Pitts, two receptions, two yards. And two yep. for two is not good. It's not, not like you pick two, Panera Bread. Okay. Normally we talk about the four for four. That's Aaron Jones. Four touchdowns. Aaron Jones can do that at any you know, given time. Two for two sounds like a good thing. Then you realize it's two receptions for two yards. And that's Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, luckily he got more than that. He had three receptions for nine yards. But it's uh, concerning. And I, well, I compared him to, obviously, Kyle Pitts has had a good season. And yeah, right, he probably he's a higher pedigree, but... In terms of like someone just completely busting, I can't think of anyone that was that dramatic um, to have this a bad of an NFL career or not career, but performance. Because he was my stellar star of the year before the season started. And the problem is Mariota doesn't throw the ball and they don't scheme him open. They don't scheme him for plays. Dude has 19 yards in three games and then nine this past game. And you kind of have to start him. Maybe. I don't know yeah. about this anymore. Half Halfway through the season, if you have someone like, well, Njoku was hurt. But if I had Njoku, I actually did in my eight-man league, where I thought Kyle Pitts was my tight end would be excellent. I, uh, I, was, I was starting Njoku over him the past couple of weeks because that's how bad it's been. And the Njoku wasn't on you because that's, that's a smart decision. I don't, I don't have the answers. Just like this season, I don't have the answers. I don't know what Kyle Pitts has to do. I don't know if he's got to tug off the coach to get more looks. I don't know if he's got to tug off Mariota to get more looks. Like, I don't, I don't understand. And it's not like other people are getting all his looks. Like, it's not like there's a guy clearly leading the team in targets like a Drake London or a Zacchaeus or fucking somebody else like nobody else is getting a big target here they are just running the football glenn what do i do with david montgomery well, you do did you it. watch that game i did they, oh. i feel like the last two weeks they've been alternating drives him and herbert i'm like what's happening here i think Khalil herbert's better i know that's it it's not saying montgomery's bad i just think Khalil herbert's he's more explosive He's someone who will run out, take it to the out, bounce it to the outside. Is it like a Tony for the first down thing? It could be. It could I think, be. I don't think David Montgomery was ever Zeke, though. No. But I don't think Khalil's as good as Tony P. It's a situation where Montgomery's 
still going to get work. I mean, he ended up with more touches than Herbert, even though it seemed like Herbert was in the game more than him. Um, you start Herbert had the better game. I thought about it, but I don't then again, know. You, then again, you think like, it's the Bears. I know. You're really going to start two Bears running back? Khalil Herbert, who had one game as the starter because Montgomery missed, and then another game as mostly the starter because Montgomery got hurt. Right. Herbert's RB number 17. Right now? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, when you see that averaging 11 points a game, you're like, do I start him? Because he got a 29 point in there, 29 point week in there. And he continues to just get a touchdown or a big play, like a 50 yard rush. Let me ask you how this. Do, how do you not play him as the Bears? How do you not play time, him as the annoying. Bears? How do you not play him as the Bears? But who do you want for him if I trade him to you? Or if you trade him to me? Just Herbert? Yeah, just Herbert. Why the fuck would I want Montgomery? Herbert's doing that. Because everyone who's traded to you gets hurt. That's right? True. Something no. like that? No, no, no. It's not, it's or not becomes irrelevant? Hurt. Or, no, you know what would happen? Is you would trade Herbert to me. Montgomery would go down. And then they would trade for uh, fucking Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. Kareem Hunt will go to uh, Chicago, and, and that's how that is. That's what's been happening to me this year. I, I don't know, but once I once I do know, and once I figure it out, man, you'll be the first person to know. I'll tell you. I'll take Chuba. Chuba for Herbert. Hmm. Interesting. Know if I can give away the new Christian McCaffrey, he got hurt too. Yeah, but he's all right. Coach said if he had to, he could have played. But they were kicking the shit out of the Bucks. The Bucks. That's the other thing. Back. This year, it's not just fantasy; it's the NFL. Um, you see that thing I sent today? Was it the, the five hundred teams? Yeah, the only team, the only two teams that are like winning teams facing each other this week. It's not the Bucks versus the Ravens. It's not the Bills versus the Packers. It's not uh, – what was the third team? What was that third? It's like Rams and somebody. Oh, Rams and 49ers. It's the fucking Giants and the Seahawks. That's bad. It's very bad. But we're all dealing with the same shit. No. You know? No, we're not. We're all playing the same game no, together. No, we're not. We're not playing the same no game. No matter of how you navigate it. Because some people have all the luck. Some people have Josh Allen. He doesn't have bad games. Some Josh Jacobs. Have, some people have Josh Jacobs. I'm just going to start drafting all the Joshes. Yeah. My team, Josh. Josh Reynolds. Josh Cribs. Who? Joshua Cribs. Remember him on the, on the Browns? No, like I a, don't. He's like elite kick returner. He was like Devin Hester Light. Oh, did he take it to the crib? He used to take it to the crib. He used to. Uh, what other and then you got you, then you got guys who start off hot. Your James Robinsons. Your Clyde um, Edwards-Alaire. 
Clyde. And then all of a sudden they just turn to shit. You're even Garrett Wilson in the beginning. That's kind of Flacco's fault. Uh, or maybe a product of Flacco. Um, Christian Kirk was on fire. He's kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, um, AJ Dillon, I think he started off all right. He, like he had a great hot. week one, made you think, all right, this is it. He had 11 points week one. He's been dick. Ass crack. Um, <laughs> Daryl Henderson, too. He was one that, uh, I mean, after Cam Akers, which is also another thing. I get, I get like nauseous. Like, what's going thinking, on? Thinking about the Rams backfield right now. Dude, I like it. I, when you mm-hmm. said Daryl Henderson, I just was just like, <sighs> and it stinks because I like Daryl, but the team doesn't like Daryl. More than like Cam Akers. The Antonio Gibson thing. Dude. That's a project right there. Chase Edmonds, I was actually happy for this this year i was like if i you know stack up on wide receivers early i'll be chase edmonds as like my rb1 or whatever i think that'd be very good he's irrelevant then you realize, most of season then you realize where he most have never left he just got hurt <laughs> that's how it is um back to antonio gibson i saw like i saw a thing it was like <laughs> this guy was like I don't want to say anything bad about Brian Robinson because the fact that he's playing right now is a miracle. But he's not good. <laughs> That's what the guys that I was like, he's kind of right. Like he has, Gibson looks better in the games that Brian Robinson's been playing. He hasn't I'll, wowed me. I'll just like um play Gibson. I know he hasn't wowed me as much as they Made it made it out to be to the fact that he's gonna steal the job, right? Um, and then you have Taysom Hill as tight end three. He's tight end three. So shit like that. Um, oh my just makes God. your head spin. Oh, AJ seen... Dillon had seventeen points in week one. You did? Yes. Oh, I he had yeah, a bunch of receptions and a touchdown. Damn. I thought he just got a touchdown. That's what gave him eleven points. But the one thing that's consistent in fantasy year in and year out, Travis Kelsey. Josh Allen. He's it's shaping up that way. Kelsey's doing it longer. That's why it's just stuck with him. But yeah. Yep, Josh Kelsey. But Josh Allen about to be QB one for just the third or fourth straight year. Third straight year. Josh Allen. This is going to be the third if he does it again. How stupid That's kind of crazy. Has, yeah. has a quarterback done that, like, consecutively? That's inside. <clears throat> Been playing fantasy. Let's check on Rodgers. I don't even think Rodgers. Rodgers might have been, like, one once. Ooh, this is going way back to 2009, 2010. Was back to back number one finishes, and then he was number two two years in a row after that. Is Peyton Manning in sleeper? Nope. He should be. I feel like Manning probably did it like early two thousands. Brady never finished one once. No, oh, he had to in two thousand seven. 
Oh, there's no data here. It, it stops at 2009 or 2008. Yeah. He's that fucking old. Yeah. Um, yeah, Josh Allen's doing crazy ass things. And he's doing it consistently. And he's doing it in a mix with his legs. And you think they're arm. ever going to win a Super Bowl, though? Uh, I think if they're going to, it's going to be this year. It has to be. So, so then we got a question for you. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> question for question for Question for Glenn. Um, Anonymous, of course. Yeah. Why, after one week, did you ditch the New Day name? Because it doesn't work that way. Because it doesn't work that way. Nope. I, I changed my name to New Day. I think you're right, Suze. I think I did it with too many wins. I think I have to start worse to be New Day, and because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the legend of the New Day. If I change my name to New Day, and then I just lose like the next five out of six, don't even come anywhere close, then I can't use that ever again. I kept it in my back pocket, but I think I used it too early. Got to save it for. when I when I start 0 and 4 or 0 and 5, maybe in the future. I have a great team name for next year if I'm allowed to choose it. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay. It's, you're not gonna say it now, I imagine. No, in case somebody steals it. All right. Yeah. Any other discussions, banter you wanna throw around? Nope. Um I'm gonna say something. I was gonna say something. Sutton. I gotta say Sutton. They're in London this weekend. Good old 9 a.m. 9 a.m. to right? watch fucking Russell Wilson ruin my breakfast. Love that. My tight end is playing. Greg Dulcich. Greg Dulcich in Cabana. All right, pick skin pick them time. Yeah, I got Zay Jones at that time too. Oh, he got all the London guys. That's not good. That's not a good sign at all. I'd rather have them on Thursday than Sunday morning. I wouldn't. Fuck Thursday night. I got fucking Godwin this Thursday night. Can't wait for Brady to fucking throw seven ground balls to him. Brady's another thing to talk about. I'm just saying. Antonio Brown's fucking his wife. You see all the shit that he puts online? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. And if he did, if he was doing that, he would post about it. That would get leaked. He'd make a tape. You see the, see the shirt he put out? The shirt? Yeah, a t-shirt. It's like he's selling t-shirts. No. I don't think. It's a t-shirt. I saw like that cartoon looking drawing of like. Oh, Daddy doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, you see Antonio Brown in the house in the window. Yeah. And I put out a T-shirt of Tim and Giselle like hugging at the Super Bowl, and I think on top of it it says like "booming" or something, something like that. What the hell did Brady do to him? I, I don't know. I that don't guy know. should not be um, allowed to have free will. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. <laughs> I don't know if he should be allowed to be out there. Like he should be in like a Jerry Psych unit under supervision. 
All right, so if someone, <laughs> if you could talk, if you could take someone's like social media away of these three people, who would it be? Antonio Brown, Trump, or Kanye? Oh wow, that's good, huh? I just thought of that. <laughs> I knew I knew Trump was gonna be in there. I didn't think of Kanye. You see the um, shit with him going on now too. I'm not not all of it. No, I know he's always he seems to always be in some con something controversial, but not not the latest thing. You like he said that like Adidas loves it. He went on I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was TV or radio or something. We went on something saying like Adidas loves me so much that even if I said like anti-Semitic shit, they wouldn't do anything about it. And then Adidas like brought back their deal. <laughs> My God, um, yeah, that's dangerous stuff. Uh, Craig says AB played with his meat in a public pool jail. <laughs> Craig has zero tolerance for uh, what's it called? Public exposure for uh, tomfoolery. Zero tolerance for tomfoolery. And I just think it, it runs in his blood. Tricked. Gotta be a certain way. And if you're not, fucking kill him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Craig's blood. Okay. I think that's right. what I'm gathering, but uh, but yeah, if I had to take someone's social media away, it's weird. And I, I, I don't know, all of them. You can't pick all of them. That's why I said pick one. I don't probably Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has the most influence. Even that's if he doesn't true. have power, uh, it's still probably not the best. Uh, to... You still got some of the. We're not gonna talk about that. This is a fantasy football podcast. All right, pick skin pickums. I think I'm on a comeback. Um. Oh yeah. Well, you think you're on a comeback now? No, I'm still in last. Hey, I took second place. All right. I I hopped over Tebow with three extra wins this week, but Applebee's oh, two for twenty is still in the lead. With one extra win over me this week. So he took an extra lead, I guess. Bigger lead. All right. So let's see here. Oh, hopefully Mason forgets the pickums. Oh, you know he will. That's a guarantee. He's probably like, eh, it's my birthday. I don't need to do pickums. All right. How about Let's... quickly, how about the Patriots? Um the whole Mac Jones zappy thing. Yeah, they both suck. What do you want me to say? Well, at first, in the moment, it was kind of crazy how, like, <laughs> as soon as zappy comes in, not only do you have the crowd just completely, you know, indirectly shitting on Mac Jones by cheering and losing their mind for zappy, but he actually does the damn thing. Two straight drives. The crowd's going nuts. Then what did he Mac do? Jones is, like, pacing around, like, I just, my, my career's over. And then that was it. Listen. They got they, spanked. Patriots fans are so, like, in fucking fairy tale-ville. They, for, for, I want to tell you, for that moment where Mac Jones got taken out and Bailey Zappi trotted onto the field and he threw a, a touchdown to Jacoby Myers, I guarantee at least 85% of that stadium was like, guys, go did it again, dude. 
He did it again. Zappy is going to be the next Tom Brady. It's just like Drew Bledsoe and Brady. 100%. 1,000%. I'm already seeing it on social media. Yeah. Because that is the correlation. And in that moment, in that freaking, in the four pass attempts that he had, that's what it was looking like. What people have to realize is that what Tom Brady did is once in a lifetime. That'll never happen again. It's not going to happen. Sure, you might have a a young up-and-comer replace your starting quarterback and become your franchise, but they're not going to be Tom Brady, like what Dak did with Romo, like with – Tyler Murray over Josh Rosen. Okay. Yep. I was going to say Lamar and Joe Flacco. Um even um, Pat and Alex Smith, but I guess that's a plan. But Romo Dak is probably the best one I could think of as far as like a guy I see that you can trust and then, you know, you have to let it go for the next guy. I was – the Kyler comparison, it was like a, a quarterback taking the place of a previous first-round pick quarterback like a Max Jones is. No, I was thinking um, like already like a proven commodity in that franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mac Jones was drafted last year to be your franchise quarterback. And last year he performed like the best rookie quarterback of that class. Mm-hmm. Okay. Made the playoffs. Now the Patriots have their franchise guy. This poor dude misses three weeks due to injury. And Bailey's He's Zappi, completely written off. Like, dude, get Bailey's this guy Zappi's out of town. Custom because the Patriots are so fucking delusional. And they think, yes, if they, if I can, they can get any glimpse or glance at a guy who closely has any correlation to what Tom Brady does, they will hop at the bid for it. It's um, they Patriot fans have the knack to extrapolate more than anybody else. That's One nice good work. game. He's the best fucking player in the, in the world. Uh, you know, like Devonte Parker has a good opening game or something. That's it. Fucking best wide receiver one we've had. So, <laughs> it's, like, it's like people were asking me like, Oh, dude, Cooper Rush hasn't lost the game. What are you, what are you gonna do if he keeps winning until Dak comes back? The fuck you mean? What do you think we're gonna do? We didn't pay Cooper Rush fucking all this money to be my quarterback. Dak's the guy. Like that, that's yeah. not gonna change anything. Andy, <sighs> how about with more about more Pats fans? How about with Cam Newton? Remember his? Oh my god! He came back dude. and he like had a pretty good performance. Like was this close to beating the Seahawks and everything and. We're like, holy shit, dude, Cam's back, Superman. Yeah, I don't know if they were that big on him or not. He was impressive at first. What I saw last time for Zappy was like the second coming of Christ. Just put on a football helmet, threw a touchdown, and we're just like, dynasty back on. But then he did it again and took the lead. So, like, you got to give him credit for that. One, it's the Bears. Two, he didn't do it the rest of the game, and they lost by three scores. Well, yeah, yeah, at that point. But in the moment, how can you not think, like, this is the guy, like, get Mac Jones out of here, you know? I do understand that a little bit. But then when you're in hindsight, it's like, oh, they they both suck. That was our – that little segment was for Mason not being here. I always like to bounce Patriots talk off of him because he likes – I like his his takes. He's too busy fucking – Oh, he's not going to listen to this whole episode. No, he's, he's too busy slipping down fucking linguini, birthday linguini, wherever he's going out to eat. Definitely got pasta. Yeah. All right, Thursday night. In a, in a, 
when you're making the NFL schedule, right, and you look at week eight, and you say, whoa, Thursday night football, we got the Ravens, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to mark this one in my calendar, start, because that's going to be a good football game. Then you realize <clears throat> Ravens are four and three, Buccaneers are three and four. And both of these teams suck. They're not good. Yeah. Um, the Ravens are lucky to be four and three. And the Buccaneers, quite frankly, are lucky to be three and four. Yeah, we're talking about two quarterbacks who combined for zero touchdowns last week and who have combined for four touchdowns over the past three weeks. Nice. Combined. So these are two quarterbacks who aren't getting shit done. Um, The run game hasn't been impressive as of late. Leonard Fournette was honorable mention for fuck of the week. Uh, Gus Bus has been great, I guess. Had a good return, but not enough to make game look interesting for the Ravens. That's I'm actually thing too. having a tough time uh, picking this one. I'm not. Um, oh God. I said I'm not, and I was going to say Bucks because they're at home, but then I realized Tom Brady is a quarterback. I'm leaning Bucks. I'm but I think Ravens. I'm going with Ravens. Lamar's going to get back on track. Yeah, I think so too. And I got Chris Godwin on Thursday night, so that means I can't be good. So give me the Ravens. Um, back to Gus Edwards. Um, number one, fuck the Ravens' backfield in fantasy, okay? Gus Edwards might be the guy last week. He could be the guy for the rest of the season. If he is, congratulations to him. Congratulations to Gomes for having a guy like Gus Edwards. But when J.K. Dobbins was in, he wasn't getting the workload that Gus Edwards got last week. And I don't understand why. You were throwing in fucking Kenyon Drake, Mike Davis, this and that. Kenyon Drake gets carries last week. He looks like God. He gets uh, carries this week. He gets 0.5 points. I don't stay away from this backfield. The only running back you want to have is Lamar. Right. If Gus turns out to be something, good. He's a flex right now with RB2 upside. Sounds right. Yeah, Dobbins is weird. It might just be from injury because he's already injured again. It pissed me off enough to the point where I almost traded him in my dynasty league, J.K. Dobbins, because I don't know what's going to happen now. I don't know what his deal is. Does he just suck? Is he going to be injured for the rest of his life? I don't know. Right. It's tough. What I did do was trade for Travis Etienne, Dynasty League, and uh, that that works out well. That worked out. Worked out very well. Speaking of Etienne, he's going to London Town. Where they say, "Oh, want some team comforts for you, Mister Etienne," and then nothing for you, Russell. Nothing at all. You stink. They're always in London. Who? The Jaguars. I feel like. That's our home team, Jacksonville Jaguars. It's got to be. We're going to call them the uh, – what's the stadium that they play in? But where do they I don't play? Know. Oh, Liverpool or some shit? Oh. Wem- Wembley. Is it Wembley Stadium? Yeah, sounds right. Sounds about right. 
They're the uh, London Jaguars. And go figure, it's their home game. They took a home game out of their schedule to go to London. Uh, Broncos at Jaguars. Russell Wilson's probably going to play, which means I'm leaning towards the Jaguars. Yeah, but they haven't been doing anything. I'll, I'll pick the Jags solely because of ETN. Like, you look at these teams, you look at all the players involved and say, who's the best player in this matchup? Christian Kirk. You could say Kirk. You could say ETN. But I'm not saying Russell Wilson. I'm not saying Cortland Sutton in terms of production lately. I think the more explosive players are going to be on the Jags. But the Broncos' D is decent. D for decent. D for decent. Uh, Their D is a lot better than the Jags' D. Yeah, I fucking know. They've only been getting me minus points, even though I was told they were going to be good and they have a soft schedule. The thing is, like, even if Russell just plays fucking mediocre, the Broncos would be a good team or a decent team. It's the consistent three and outs, not getting any yardages, not doing anything to, you know, put yourself in field goal range. It's nothing. There's no offense, and I don't understand it. And I'm going to start this man on Sunday morning. Should I play the Jags D again? Uh, I, I don't see why not. I, I mean, got a couple reasons why not. Well, the thing is, with you, I don't know. Whatever defense you start doesn't seem to matter. I've had three straight weeks of negative defensive points. Yeah. So I might just drop them all together, free up a bench spot or something. I just wouldn't no, start wouldn't, a defense. That, That's what you. I'm saying. I'll, I'll just drop them yeah. and not play, not have any defense. Um, But they played Indy. And Houston, which I thought would be, uh, you know, great matchups. And they have minus points both times. Now it's the Broncos. Could This will be the time I sit them and I wake up at like 1030 and they have my, 17 points. I think for my sake, you should probably start the Jaguars D. That way I know Russell will have a good game. Um, You'd have to pay me first. 25 bucks. I'm picking the Jaguars. Me too. Um, then on Sunday in America, on American soil, Kyle Pitts looks to get touchdown number two when they host the Carolina Panthers and RB1, Chuba Hubbard. Hmm. Not hmm. Deontay Foreman. We'll see about that. Part of me wants to trade you, Hubbard. But part of me just wants this back and forth all year, Hubbard and Foreman. You having Foreman, me having Hubbard, and just cheering for the opposite guys. That'd be you fun. You like that? Someday. Yeah, I do. I like that. It's fun. I'm scared. Well, I'd be too. You got the guy who's not as good. I got the guy who got more points last week. Yeah, but he's without just... a touchdown. Yeah, he's just, yeah, my guy got hurt. Uh, my guy didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, it's a situation where I'd rather have both or none. So do you want Foreman? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you Jeff Wilson. Ooh. I mean, when you think about it, that's automatic. You're not going to get the toilet if you have Jeff Wilson on your team. I know, it's a get out of the toilet free card. All right. 
So I'm picking the Panthers. They just shellacked the Bucks. Falcons are afraid to pass it. I think ultimately the Panthers will win out. Falcons play different at home. Big Algier game. Put it on the board. Falcons. The Dallas Cowboys host the Chicago Bears, who just dropped trial against the Patriots in New England. Yeah. In bad in bad weather, dude. I mean, if there's bad weather in Dallas, Cowboys just close the roof. Give me the Cowboys. Me too. Uh, the Miami Dolphins coming off a win on Sunday night against the Steelers. Uh, was that four and three traveling to Detroit to face the Lions? Were one and five. Ugh. Jamal, I'm tired of losing. Remember that hard knock speech? Yeah, and then he fumbled at the goal line last week. That was nice. And now he's on Friday's team along with Swift. That's fun. I get to face them both this week. That is fun. Yeah, meanwhile, I got Amon Ra, so it's like, okay, if they throw the ball, at least I got him. But he'll probably get fucking breathed on, and then he'll get out for the game, too. And they'll be hey, calling him out. Yep. Give me, oh, give me the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, Cardinals at Vikings. Vikings had an extra week to prepare for this coming off their bye. They're 5-1. and one. They're playing at home, but something, some way, somehow – just telling me to pick the Cardinals. Same here, but I'm not going to do it. I'm doing it. Give me the Cardinals. They're Las Vegas Raiders picking up the win over the Texans. Now going to New Orleans with Josh Jacobs. Mm. But the New Orleans Saints. Ugh, what about the New Orleans Saints? Nothing. We don't know if it's going to be Winston or Dalton. Does it matter? Like, are the Saints good? This bad? I don't feel like they're two and five. Then again, I feel like the Raiders deserve to be two and four. Give me, give me the Saints at home. It's tough. If I get Jameis Winston off waivers, do I start him? If he's playing, I think it might be worth it. You got that stack, Alave stack. He slings it. The Raiders D isn't good. I'm going to pick the Saints too. I'm probably going to end up starting Russ anyway like the dumbass I am. At least you won't uh, have to watch it. If you sleep in a little bit, you just be like, oh, cool, half the game's done already. My shit's going to be up at fucking – I'm going to be up at 6 a.m. thinking about what Russ is going to do in London. Um, New England Patriots are now 3-4, and four, traveling to the Jets, who are 5-2, and two, leading the AFC East. Actually, no, they're, are, are they leading the AFC East? No, the Bills are. I'm sorry. They're too close to doing that. I don't – know what's happening in life anymore honestly give me the jets at home picking the pats why tell me why they don't have Brees hall and he's the only reason they're they've been electric 
He's not going to run a shush, he's not going to run for 50 yards and a touchdown in one play this week. And I think that's going to make a big difference. I think James Robinson could. I think Michael Carter could. If David Montgomery can do it and Justin Fields and Khalil Herbert, why can't those guys? And the Jets have better D. They got the sauce. Sauce Gardner. I don't know. Patriots. All right. All right. That's a good reason. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Battle of Pennsylvania. Eagles. Eagles. Are the Eagles going to go undefeated? They better not. I want to know at what point you will admit that they're the best team in the league. When they go undefeated. So they have to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Or just a regular season? They got to go fucking 19-0 and or 20-0 and now. So 12-0, and you won't be convinced? No. Okay. Look who they're playing. I don't know. They haven't faced anybody good. And they should have lost to the Cowboys with Cooper Rush. There it is, the Cowboys. Tennessee Titans four and two, traveling the Texans who are one four and one. The Titans. Yeah, me too. The Washington Commanders going to Indianapolis to face the Colts. Is this a get right game for Jonathan Taylor? What's going on here? I don't know what's going on there. Matt Ryan's not starting anymore. No, that's why I'm going to pick the Colts in this one. The Colts? I'm, I'm going to do commanders. it. The Colts. I'm picking the Commanders because if Taylor Heineke starts, I like the Commanders. I'm going to bank that this new quarterback is going to get shit right for the Colts. All right, we'll see. Speaking of getting shit right. 49ers are three and four. Los Angeles Rams are three and three. Who gets it right this week? They just had a bye week. The Rams had a bye week. And they're at home. I'm going Niners though. McCaffrey. Me too. On that team now. And then the four twenty-five slot. You got the five and one. I'm sorry, <clears throat> six and one. New York Giants traveling to the four and three Seattle Seahawks. I'll tell you what, I think the Seahawks win. I'm going with the Giants. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. I'm tired of the Giants winning. And the Seahawks are going to beat them. Okay? Uh, I just think the defense of the Seahawks is going to be the reason why the Giants win with Barkley and I think, I think David Ken Jones doing his thing. I think Ken Walker doubles Saquon Barkley's points in fantasy. Save that for later. No, it's not even that hot. It's you hear what my sizzling hot take is. Oh, okay. Because on Sunday night, we got the Green Bay Packers, who are three and four going to the Buffalo Bills, are at five and one. The Bills. Six percent pick the Packers. Like, this is another game when the schedule makers are like, man, it's Sunday night, we got Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. Too bad the Packers suck. It's bad. And then Monday night, you got the Bengals. Oh, did you pick the Bills? Yeah, yeah. Then Monday night, we got the Bengals, four and three, kind of trying to find their stride now. They're doing pretty well lately. Uh, winning, what, three of their last four? 
I think so. I know the last two. Four of their last five, I should say. Um, facing the Cleveland Browns. Give me the Bengals. Me too. Bengals. And they're going to combine. Monday night. For 69 points. Pretty good guess. Yeah. That's that. Sizzling Hot Takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Susan? Are the burgers? Good. Der. Gonna say something? I was gonna say "dur" again because it was quiet. No. Um, sizzling hot takes. All right. Ah, uh, yes, the hot takes. Um, <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> That's not. This segment isn't called. Sizzling hot nothing. It's called sizzling hot takes. Okay, you gotta, okay. You gotta have a take, and it's gotta be sizzling hot. So when you put it on the grill, it goes. It's a nice sizzle. Then you flip it over, and then you put the pat the juices out. Oh, okay. Um. My hot take is going to be regarding Christian McCaffrey. Oh, my God. The hair is back. Oh, Glenn. Glenn's got a nice wig on. Because tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Don't do that. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) Um, Christian McCaffrey again is going to split the workload with Jeff Wilson, and he's going to get less than eight points. Damn. All right, my sizzling hot take is okay. Um. This is the week where we say Dak's back. Oh, Dak's back. Oh, Dak's back. Oh, Dak's back. I'm talking four total touchdowns for Dak Prescott. Probably two of them to CD Lamb, because that's just how it works. And then um, he's going to throw for over 350 yards against the Bears. Something Bailey Zappi couldn't do. Oh, okay. All right. Sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Der Burgers. Susa, are the burgers good? Er. Well, it's Mason's birthday. I don't know where I am in fantasy right now. So, I'm not having fun. And if I lose to Jake this week, you might never see me again. That's fair. Leave town. Um, 
I hope you beat Jake. Thanks. If it means anything. Why you want him dead and buried? Out of the water. Pretty much. One less team to worry about. I think it'd just be nice to have like that lock, you know, like boom, that guy's done. You know? Guys done. See ya. Posted. All right. Anything else you want to say before we head out? Nope. You want to say happy birthday to Mason? Oh yeah. Happy birthday, Mason. Happy birthday, Mason. What? What do you mean, what? All right. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.